0: fishy, fishy, fishy. Here, fishy, 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 Man, it's so frustrating to know you're fishing in the right water, but you still can't seem to catch any fish. The water's important. We talked about that last week. You need to be at the right water. But there's another essential factor that determines whether or not you catch anything when you're fishing. We must make sure that we're using the right bait. I'm reminded that when Jesus called his professional fishermen disciples to follow him, that he did so by saying this in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I started thinking about that, and I realized that in this invitation, he's also addressing the bait. He makes it clear that they will be the bait. They will be the ones catching the fish. People will be won or lost based on their ability to deliver the good news effectively. I started thinking about that in relationship to the fishing industry today and the bait that is currently available. There are basically three categories of bait, live, artificial, and stink. I love to use artificial bait and think that there's some correlations between the kind of bait and our mission to fish for people for Jesus. Number one, the right bait mimics or looks like the real thing. Take this minnow, for example, this little crankbait. It looks and acts like the real thing. When you think about it, the thing that drew people's attention to the disciples was that they said that the disciples, uh, they could tell that they had been with Jesus. In fact, Paul came to this place where he could say, follow me as I follow Christ. That means that Paul was living his life so much like Jesus that if people followed him, they would get to him. If we're going to be effective, then the bait of our life must mimic or look like Jesus. Can anyone tell you've been with him? Can people pattern their life, their attitude, their conversation after you and end up at him? When the first church was established, people in society began to call the followers of Christ Christians. They called them this to demean them and belittle them. The word actually means little Christ. But the believers begin to wear this name as a badge of honor. It was like saying, I'm so much like Jesus that I look like a little Jesus. I wonder how many of us who wear that badge are as much like Jesus as we can be. We will be more apt to catch someone for Jesus if we look more like Jesus. We must learn to represent or represent him so well that people want to follow our lead and wind up at him. Number two, the right bait is natural, but different. The best baits on the market look natural. Like this plastic worm, it actually looks like a real worm. The crankbaits look like crawfish or minnows swimming through the water. They look very natural, but they are different. What is different about them is they have a hook. I'm convinced that most that, that the most effective fishers have been are the nat- those that are natural, but different. I think this is what Jesus meant when he said we are in the world, but we're not of the world. We are natural, but we're not freaks. We aren't weirdos. We don't glow in the dark. We don't walk around in some stupor or trance. We don't talk in old English to make ourselves sound holy. However, we are different. We have a hook. Natural people that other people want to be with and be around, but when they're around us, they discover that we are different. So here's the question. What is different about you? What is different about me? When you pull it all down, that's the most important question. I believe there is a long list of of differences that we could point out, but perhaps there are really only three main ways that we really need to be different. The first difference is that Jesus said our love for each other would make it possible for people to recognize us as different. I challenge you to ask yourself this question. Does my love for my fellow believers and for mankind in general set me apart? Does the way I interact with people on social media, how I empathize with people in distress, how I react to Christ for help, how I respond to someone who does me wrong, does any of that make me any different than the fish I'm trying to catch? Am I just natural or am I natural and different? The second difference is power. When Jesus sent his disciples out to fish in Matthew chapter 10 and in Luke chapter 10, he told them that they would have authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease. In fact, in Luke chapter 10, scripture says that Jesus sent his disciples with power into the towns that he intended to go to. In other words, the disciples by exhibiting this power would prepare the people for Jesus. If there was ever a time in our lives where we must walk in authority and power, then it's right now. The people we interact with daily right now are sick with fear, panic, dread, uncertainty, and they're stressed out. If we would just walk in in authority and heal their disease, then don't you think we would have a better chance to catch them for Jesus? We must be natural but different. Our hook is that when they bump into us or talk to us, they find the greater is he that is in us power that speaks to their situation. Listen, powerless believers are powerless to catch fish. The third difference is purpose. When Jesus called the disciples, they lived on purpose. Their task was clear. They knew what they were about. I wonder how many of us know our purpose. Are we distracted by life and things and all this other stuff? And the result is is that we miss opportunities that walk right past us. To catch fish we have been assigned to catch, we must be different. We must live on purpose. We must know our calling. We are natural but different in that while others are still trying to find themselves and their purpose, we are very clear on why we are here. Let me remind you why you were caught. Jesus selected you for the sole purpose of catching other fish. All the other stuff, jobs, cars, sports, money, food, are all secondary and should not be our focus. Like Jesus, we should be able to say, my food is to do my Father's will. In other words, when I am fulfilling my purpose, I am fulfilled. We must be clear on our purpose if we are going to be natural but different. So are you supposed to be an electrician, a politician, A doctor? A lawyer? A handyman? A nurse? Maybe a salesman? Well, your occupation may contribute or uh, accentuate your purpose, but your job isn't your real purpose. Your purpose and my purpose at its core is to be fishermen. Everything else is secondary. Third, the right bait is attractive. The best bait is bright and colorful. It's attractive to fish. Just to be clear, I'm not talking about looks or beauty, and man, am I thankful for that. The truth is Jesus would not have fit into the Glamour Magazine or Hollywood crowd. Scripture tells us that there was nothing beautiful about him and yet he attracted people. I believe that's what Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19 through 23 when he said, "'Now even though I am free from obligation to others, "'I joyfully make myself a servant to all "'in order to win as many converts as possible.' I became Jewish to the Jewish people in order to win them to the Messiah. I became like one under the law to gain the people who were stuck under the law, even though I myself am not under the law. And to those who are without the Jewish laws, I became like them as one without the Jewish laws in order to win them, although I'm not outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ. I became weak to the weak to win the weak. I have adapted to the culture of every place I've gone so that I could more easily win people to Christ. I've done all this so I would become God's partner for the sake of the gospel. Notice, he said he became all things to all men. Then he says he adapted to the culture. Mind you, he doesn't say he adopted the culture, but he did have this ability to adapt to the culture so that he would attract people to Jesus. Are you attracting anyone to Jesus? Does your life pull people towards Jesus, or does your life repel them from finding Jesus? We must live an attractive life that causes people to want who we have. So let me ask you one final question. Are you catching anyone? If not, then maybe it's time to check your bait. But remember, you are the bait. You must mimic him. You must be natural but different. You must be attractive Surely you're not fishing with stink bait, are you? The disciples in the early church showed us how this works. In Acts chapter 2, verse 47, it says they enjoyed the favor of all the people. That means they were attractive. And then it says, And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. In other words, they taught us that if we will use the right bait, then we will catch the right fish. I want to pray for you and ask the Lord to help us in this season to be the most effective fishermen that we can possibly be by using the right bait. Father, we come to you and we thank you for the fact that you allow us to partner with you in winning people into the kingdom. So I ask you to help us as followers of Christ to so live our lives that our life becomes the right kind of bait to catch people. I pray that we would mimic your son so that people see us, but they also see him. I pray that in this chaotic season and uh, this crazy time we find ourselves living in, that we would walk in authority and power so that we could heal people from their panic and their, their stress and their diseases. I pray that you would help us to be attractive to people that our lives would arouse their interest so they would want to know who we follow i pray that we would live our lives so that our life would be the right bait to catch the right fish we give you glory for making us the most effective fishermen for your kingdom's sake in jesus name well it's time to go back to fishing